Who's going first? Me? Oh. <laughs> Hi and welcome to Movie Wala Podcast. Today we are talking about Kabhi Haan Kabhi Na which came out in 1994 and this is the whole purpose of this pandemic series was to watch Kabhi Haan Kabhi Na. <laughs> the series was designed around that. Hey, was it 94 or 95? Wasn't it 94? I think it was 94. Let's check. What is Google for? <laughs> <laughs> 94. Okay, perfect. So, what did you think? How, is this like one of those movies that you watch a lot or definitely. So, it's one of those top 10 movies of mine that I keep watching over and over again. No matter how many times I watch it, I I don't know. I find something new or I just like like it playing in the background. So, yeah. This is one of those movies. How about so What you? was something new you found it this time? Mm, nothing. It was just the same <laughs> nothing new. You did. You found out that it's not shot in go uh, that it is not shot in Bombay it is shot in You right. See? Oh thanks for being my memory. <laughs> yeah. So I always assumed that it, this was set in Bombay for some reason. Maybe it was the beaches or something. I don't know but but then this time I realized that it was actually set in Goa. Yeah, I think I saw the number plates and they all had like g something something and yeah. i was like this is goa and then also i think one of the reasons why it won't register right away is because for a change they showed goa as a normal city mm wasn't like roaming around the beaches yeah and also the accent even though they have you know a lot of christians it wasn't like there is this very typical accent that they give to people when they are from goa right in the movies yeah. So you automatically know that now yeah. they have reached Goa. <laughs> I think that's what threw me off. So I was like, oh, maybe it is set in Bombay, you know? Yeah. Because everything was normal. So this is my favorite Shah Rukh movie. Like mm. before even DDLJ. Like DDLJ is like a good movie in general. But Kabhi Haan Kabhi Na is my favorite movie of Shah Rukh, and it's my favorite character that he ever played. Sunil will always, always, always have my heart. Mm, yeah oh my gosh this sharuk is something else you know that, that is this is how i feel about raju bangya gentleman you know sharuk so between the two you prefer raju bangya gentleman like both but i have actually watched this more i keep going back to this this more than raju bangya you know but then yeah i think it's a little also like raju bangya naturally it was great i also haven't watched it as much as this But the music of this movie is also really good, right? Like yeah. all the songs, like from get go till the end, everything is so real. It's nothing is wannabe. You know, like these kids. You know, they have a band, which pretty much everyone has. I think. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're in college and if you if you know a little bit of guitar or a little bit of drums, you're like, oh my god, we want to have a band. And they do have a band, and and even it doesn't look like a wannabe band. You know, they're not trying too hard. you know that i think that is one of the appeal main appeal that i have or you know while watching it that's one of the main appeal that i love this movie so much is the fact that it's just so it's just so slice of life like these are the movies that i like you know when they are showing reality but in a filmy way enough for me to know that i'm watching a story and i'm watching a hindi yeah. movie even though it is real i know it's not real like So this like really thin line is what like Chashme Badur has or Janabi Do Yaro, which is made by Kundan Shah, you know, the director of this movie. Not there like movies either back, especially nineties and eighties, they would either go all the way to the masala or go all the way to like artsy, which would make you sad, you know. <laughs> If there was humor in it, like it would be hard to. 
convince yourself to watch it because it doesn't have enough gloss it doesn't have enough like <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah this has like the perfect amount you know like uh, when i was talking about the band right the music band they have so they're not trying to like normally bollywood movies like if they somebody has a band they'll try to ape the west you know how somebody in the west would, would dress up if they had a band or something like that right but this was so indian slice of life i don't know how to, how else to put it do you know what i mean it's just perfect like even even the christians right it's just they're just being normal they're not being western in quotes i don't know you know yeah indian story so people yeah. whatever religion they have or whatever profession they have or whatever they're doing that is secondary so to say like you can tell that this is an indian family same dynamic can be applied to any part whether from yeah. north or south right yeah i'm yeah. assuming that's yeah. what you mean yeah yeah that is what i mean yeah yeah i completely <laughs> agree it's like yeah. the family units are so cute like mm-hmm. even like suchitra's family and then sharuk's family we don't see anybody else's family oh we see deepak tijori's family but they are yeah. like the rich they're the rich yeah. family which again it's that's how it would be right there would be a working class then so uh, sharuk is the working class family yeah. right suchitra is the middle class family yeah. and then deepak tijori is the high class yeah. family yeah. so you can actually see these three yeah. uh, different classes which yeah. existed in 80s and 90s don't exist now i think we spoke about it in raju bandia gentleman that how the middle class of that time today right. would be considered high class yeah. like yeah. everything the middle class but yeah and also it's very interesting because that's how our friendships were in india right like growing up not only diverse in terms of religion but also diverse in terms of your economic status as well but school would be like the common this thing right so you'll meet all kinds of people in school so you'll end up having friends from every walk of life you know that's how so like you said like these three people were from different status in society yeah but you know they're all friends you know and they don't and they don't really talk about you know money or anything like that they're just friends yeah so i yeah it's another slice of life of growing up in india you know so i love this movie for so many reasons there's some movies here like maybe even the public schools here they have people going there from all walks of life but whenever we see movies here you can actually differentiate them in the school right like uh, one of the movies that comes to mind is clueless like you can tell like she goes to a public school but there is like this yeah she she hangs out with people who are like her yeah. and then you know and also i think here public system public school system works in a way where you know if you're in that particular neighborhood you go to that certain school right so you don't have so much of diversity in terms of at least the economic status but in india it's not the case you know a kid can live anywhere but if they want to go to a really good school they can and most of the parents would like for the kids to go to a really good school so you know so that's how you have a lot of varied friendships in india and this movie shows it so well yeah and they have yeah. all the friends there was uh, you know yeah so there's sunil naturally who's hindi yeah. and then there's chris who's deepak who's yeah. chris so we know what he is then there's imran who is ashutosh again we know yeah. what imran is and then there's aditya who is tony who was yeah. they mentioned that he's parsi at some point yeah. there is a mention yeah. of that so they're showing like all different we've addressed this in a lot of our podcast so people must know that we always always give like a good amount of time to when we see diversity in our movies yeah. and again this is i remember when uh, there was some season we spoke about that how many times have we seen 
different religion love stories and this would be one where there's hindu christian i remember we were doing amitabh bachchan and then we were doing like kuli uh, where they are not of the same religion and then there was also like amar akbar anthony where they are oh, yeah. all of not same religion yeah. yeah but i think there's one i forget which one but i think we spoke for a while for a bit about this you know interreligion uh, yeah marriage and how cool that that was not an issue at all yeah the right. issue was just him being immature yeah and it was so cute right because um and towards the end of the movie when obviously sharukh tells his family about the about you know how he wants to get married to anna you know their family is totally okay uh, what they say is that is also so realistic so the dad says okay as long as you know we get married we can get you know you guys can get married in the church and you guys can get married in the temple as well you know so i thought you know so they were not trying to totally gloss it over by saying oh we are so cool with it and all that but that's how it is you know real life it's like yeah let's get married in both ceremonies in the beginning there is a scene where uh, nasir has come to uh, you know how nasir is always trying to get a lift from all of these people mm. in their body i thought that was great and we have to come back and speak about yes. nasir but there's a scene where he's come to uh, sunil's house and he actually wishes uh, the mother whatever hindu festival it is i don't remember the name of the festival but there is some festival and he sees he says like oh give me the sweets that you yeah. made for this festival and he eats it and he wishes her that you know whatever the festival yeah. is and it was just nonchalant right and he's a priest just like your everyday your neighbor yeah. christian who's just wishing he's participating in like the whatever yeah. it is and then they do the same when they have like you know uh, they're going with the cake and reciprocating with whatever their neighbors would eat or their friends would eat and i was like oh god this is a i know it's a good good thing that we have movies which have like this time capsule yeah we have recorded it for future generations in case you know somebody's interested <laughs> how it used to be when we all have like the earth has <laughs> ended yeah. and then there are these movies that how once for a time hmm humans were so nice <laughs> yeah it like All right, so let's start with Charuk. We usually keep Charuk for last, but I think we just did Charuk last movie, so yeah. let's get him out of the way because there's nothing yeah. new to. I think we've said enough about Charuk, right? I think I'm done. Moving forward, yeah. no more Charuk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, uh, to come back, this is the Charuk that I fell in love with, and I'm still in love with. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is the Charuk. Innocent. with floppy hair shadows that none of us can ever get enough of and his expressions are so enduring he is so cute he's trying to woo this girl who you know who's like completely oblivious to his feelings yeah. and it's just the extent to which he goes and naturally you know like the character is written in such a good way and he's enacted it in such a good way that you know he's doing it wrong you know that he should yeah. be honest and not play these games but you also know that his heart is in the right place that he's not this deceiving asshole he's not trying to like fool her for the sake of fooling her it's just he's immature and stupid <laughs> yeah and i was like oh my god you poor thing come to me <laughs> forget anna <laughs> forget anna she's not even that good looking yeah for god's sake Yeah, oh my gosh. And also the scene where, you know, obviously he doesn't do well in his exams and you know, the parents throw a party and then they find out that he's actually like failed. And oh my god, that that breaks my heart every time. 
because the movie uh, i've seen it like i mentioned right i keep watching this movie all over i mean over and over again but every time i watch the movie because the first two hours you don't really see you know so you're always happy and you know you're just talking about the love story and then this comes up so it always takes me by surprise i'm like oh no and then my heart breaks again because he's so good in it yeah that's my favorite song of all time i listen to that song a lot and in fact i if somebody ever mentions it or if i hear it then i have to go and watch it on youtube and watch that video like i cannot not watch it and actually that is where i also realized the art of choreography in this movie if i'm not mistaken farah khan did it i could be wrong but i think she did it the choreography not only of this song of all the other songs as well is so woven into the story it's hmm. natural so like the story is moving along it's not just yeah. like you know in the mountains doing something but the choreography and the moments in this song like yeah. you said they are so heartbreaking your heart goes out to sharok and single person like even the flashbacks like suchitra's character has anna she yeah. has all the flashback when she was like rude to him or harsh yeah. to him and now she's realized like how much he loved her throughout and she didn't know the whole montage is like so hard i know and i really like what she's wearing so that's the first time she, and the only time she yeah, wears a saree yeah. i thought that she looked really yeah. nice that was the only time i think she looked really nice because every other time i was like every other time tanvi was like oh my god i can't stand her <laughs> why tanvi i don't know i never paid attention to her face as much before and now i was and then the whole fact that this poor guy is heartbroken over her was probably more like why i was so harsh on her because i was like okay fine she's okay she's okay for yeah. deepak tejori but yeah. sharuk come on <laughs> sharuk you can do better than that kind of thing yeah come yeah. to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially 1994 but i'm always i mean, I, i really don't mind suchitra in this movie you know because i think she's she's okay you know she's like a girl next door and and all that what do you th- what do you think about her clothes Oh, they were not that good. <laughs> I like I liked her sari and then there's yeah. this one or two like floral dresses that she yeah. wears here and there which are good. But otherwise like I think I was mentioning to you that her wardrobe is quite similar to what we've seen Juhi wear in this yeah. uh, like similar to Raju Bandia gentleman or something. But it's just uh, yeah. not exactly similar but same frocks and yeah. floral and puffy sleeves. Yeah. That's a good example of how two people can wear a similar kind of clothing yeah. and the impact yeah. i think juhi kind of owns it right but here yeah some of the clothes kind of looked a little costumey on her you know yeah but otherwise i thought you know she was okay she was okay like that's yeah. what like until this last watch i didn't ever have a problem <laughs> with her but now i was like looking at her and like yeah. why is sharuk so mad about her like there clearly weren't enough girls in goa at that time. yeah clearly we weren't there <laughs> we were there exactly <laughs> and also uh, coming back to farah khan like you know because of all the horrible movies that she directs i think i i you know i kind of forget how amazingly path breaking she was to bollywood because like you had mentioned her choreography right it's so it's so different from what we are used to um yeah so even here you know like one of the songs that i absolutely enjoy not to listen to in terms of but then just to watch you know is uh, when they have a band and then they get to perform in this restaurant right and then they oh uh, this one right which is the gangster one 
Yeah, that yeah, the others at the wedding, you're right. Yeah, you know the gangster one where yeah. So it yeah, oh yeah, so that is so that is done so well. Amazingly well. It almost takes me back to Broadway, you know, musicals. I wish they had sung their own songs. That would have been perfect. But the choreography and everything was so good and yeah, so you know, Farah Khan, I'm sorry, but as a director, I can't stand her. Except Mehuna. Yeah, oh my. Yeah, except that. Except for that. But oh my god, I, I yeah, but I have to give her that credit of being an amazing choreographer, yeah. I completely yeah. 100% yeah. second that. Yeah. So, the other female character that I really liked was Sadia Siddiqui who plays Sharuk's sister, Nikki. Oh, yes. Mm. I mean, she has played a lot of such similar characters and she is so she's another one of our unsung heroes. Like, you know, yes. from how we've yes. spoken, anybody who's been listening to us for 3 years, they know we talk about all these small little gems there. They just yeah. get lost. We call them friends of a podcast. Yeah, friends of a podcast. Imaginary friends. <laughs> yeah, we are in a one-sided relationship with them. <laughs> so I remember her originally from Banegi Apni Baat. Remember this show which used yeah. to come, and she was such a like she was completely different yeah. in that than here, but uh, equally like enduring and mm. likable. And there is something about her simplicity which really yeah. shines on the screen, and. I probably can't remember all the other times I've seen her on the screen but I can recognize her face right and I always related yeah. to like oh she's Shahrukh's sister yeah in Kabhiha Kabhina or yeah. I remember from Banegi Apni Baat I really liked her character and how yeah. supportive and kind and sweet she is but also at the same time they have their things right that yeah like sibling things yeah going on yeah not like total sacrificing sister yeah. or something yeah but and I love 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 that scene in the end where mm-hmm. Okay guys spoiler alert if you haven't watched this movie please stop listening to us um in the scene where you you know Shahrukh is the best man of Deepak Tijori and the ring for and he's putting up a brave face right and then he just has an eye contact with her his sister with uh, Sadia and she is not into she's not buying the marriage she's not like yeah. therefore you can tell she's not there for that she's there for yeah. her brother yeah. and she's like all teary eyes and every time i look at that i get all teary eyes like you know i know poor sharuk i know yeah and also uh, coming back to that scene right i really liked how this movie starts with that scene you know where he's dreaming about that wedding in the church and then it also ends with that scene you know ending in the church and i i really liked how it comes like full circle even though it's not for i love it yes yeah and yeah and the last scene when sharuk is you know he actually sees the ring right and then he almost doesn't want to you know spot it and you know you can see he's he's such a good actor what happened to that part of sharuk uh, uh have you said it before i think dharma and yashraj yeah. spoiled it no we haven't said that yes it needs to be said <laughs> they killed the actor and made him a star mm mm-hmm. truly like it may sound very cliched but that is exactly what happened to shahrukh khan you know because in that scene when when he spots the ring and he almost doesn't want to give it oh he doesn't God. somebody yeah. else spots it he just oh, keeps really? looking at it and she asks him yeah. uh, sunil ring mili kya and he's like no yeah. oh right oh my god it's late it's almost like a 40 at least like a 45 to 1 minute long you know it just focuses on his face god you can actually feel everything that's going on in his head 
He's yeah. trying to use every moment that he can yeah. to stop this and then the goodness of his heart takes over the stupid yeah. Anna. Stupid, yeah, stupid Anna. God, that is a heartbreaking scene, yeah. But then he gets Juhi. Yes. Oh my God. And just, okay, so again, right? Juhi fan fest over here. She comes in for like two minutes. Yes. And the literally. freaking screen lights up. It's dark. There is no opportunity to light. Literally lights up. Lights up the screen. You know, the whole, that 10 second sequence of where she's trying to grab all her bags and not asking for help because hello feminism. But she's struggling and then Shahrukh is just looking at her like, okay. And then she's like smiling. Oh God, in the only way Juhi can. Uh, that's why that's the moment when I don't feel bad for Shahrukh. And he was like, yeah. okay, he upgraded. But... Yeah. <laughs> That Juhi comes in and two minutes oh and steals the show. Yeah, she does. Because this is like a three hour long movie, right? But every time that scene comes up, I'm like, I'm ready to watch these two for another three hours. You know, like a sequel. Yeah, go go for it. Yeah, yeah, I swear yeah. exactly. I was like, now how about if we make this into the next yeah. story? Like what happens? I wouldn't mind. At the moment when they're walking to, you know, walking away from the camera, you are like, you want to listen to what they're talking about. You know, you, oh, it's just so adorable. Yeah. And the whole, the star sequence, and she's like, oh, look up there. Yeah. Look up. I mean, yeah. Juhi is so good. Yeah. So good as an actor and so yeah. good in the time yes. that she was. Uh, let's talk about Nasir. Yes. So, okay. Again, Janabi Doyaroya, he, that is the last time I think we saw him on this podcast doing mm. comedy. Yeah. And then we are watching him again now. Again, both of them are directed by Kundan Shah. Yeah. Okay, now Nasi needs to, needed to do more comedy. I mean, there's still time. He can. See. I would love to see him again of doing a comedy. Like, I feel like Amitabh Bachchan, you know, obviously he's done an amazing job of, you know, playing roles at this age, you know, which suits his age and everything. But I feel like Nasir, guys, come on, give him a good script because this is the time for him to shine. Oh God, it'll be amazing to see him play his age. Saying it'll be so amazing in, to see him at least even on a streaming platform, right? With an amazing script playing his age and also in a comedy sort of, you know, space. God, I think people are not using him enough. All the roles he gets is of being either a grumpy uncle or a yeah. strict uncle or a woke uncle yeah. or a, like enough with all of this seriousness. Like give him comedy. Yeah. Like did you uh, hear the news that... Uh, you know, intern, the intern that Deepika is remaking and they've casted Amitabh, which was earlier. I was like, cast Nasir in this. Oh my God, yes. Perfect. Like he hasn't done this. Like last time he did a light, light hair role like this was like uh, in Vishal Bharadwaj. What is that? Ishkia, right? Ishkia, yeah. Ishkia and then Dead Ishkia, yeah. So that's where you see him like a little mischievous and funny. But... He can do so much more. And I think I Intern would have been a good, like, a twist where he's like yeah. this, you know, simpleton yeah. and trying to be yeah. like. But also, I mean, Intern, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, he would be a great. I mean, I would like to see him there. But then I'm always like, remakes, why? Why are you making it, you know, again? You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like. Yeah. Anyway. I, okay, but I love is... Intern, right? I love. I've seen but that movie. I really want to see it in Hindi. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Like. Okay. I have stopped thinking too much about remakes. Like, I have bigger issue when they're making remakes of Hindi movies, which were already good. The actors are still alive and there's no reason to make it. Like, Jurva and Kuli Number One. They were horrible yes. movies. And the originals already survived the time. We don't need a remake. Yeah. 
इंटरलिंगुअल फीमेक्स आई एम ओके आई मीन यू नो विशाल भारद्वाज लिटरली मेक्स शेक्सपियर ओवर एंड ओवर अगैन एंड आई एम हियर फॉर इट आई डोंट हैव Yeah, but that's like that's more of an adaptation, right? It's not like a remake or something. You know what I mean? I'm but, assuming but, this is also going to be an adaptation. I mean, I don't have an issue because I know a lot of people wouldn't have watched it a in India, anyways. I don't think how many people that would have watched in turn. Like I know none of my family members have watched it. Um. Also, I don't have a problem watching. Yeah, I don't mind. I actually would want to see the Pika do some yeah. corporate. Role like she's done so many bloody Sanbhansari uh, yeah, roles. So like, yeah, so I think we'll get a chance to talk about normal English language, you know. Yeah, I miss her from Piku. Oh my God, Piku, she was amazing. But anyway, so Nasir, we need to see him. Yeah, we need to see him in anything other than serious yes. roles yeah. and yeah. something out of like earthy roles. Where like, so yes. I like Ishka. But again, it's set in like small town, and like yeah. I stop saying small town also because again, what does that even mean? <laughs> you know, unless you're from a village. Small town is not like the big cities. A dog, no. Thanks for that. <laughs> I do. Thanks for that uh, translation for me. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is like small town, sure, but. Odiness, like even when they're he's placed in like say Delhi, right? They'll make a story around old Delhi where he'll be put in a role uh-huh. where he's like again Odi. So it's like the the geog geography doesn't matter with yeah. how he's placed. He's literally yeah. placed where he's playing a bad cop, a bad goon, yeah. you know things like that. Yeah. Like I think yeah. last we saw her, him was in like this Amazon Prime. series where he is in Rajasthan in like a big yeah. city it's not like a small town he's in but yeah. he's again playing this musician who is very strict and like blah blah yeah. blah so i feel like give him something where he's not strict like, like in this movie he plays a priest to the t like how does he do it right perfection you you know like sometimes amitabh is a great act, actor obviously because we had like 20 episodes of him <laughs> But Nasir, I I feel like you know you know him, and but you can still separate the character from the actor, right? And that is just amazing. Like you can believe that he's a priest, you know, the way he interacts with people, the way he talks to them, and the way he gets lift. He he always is waiting for <laughs> lift from these kids, right? Oh my god, that is so. It's it's just he just shines in this role. and that the whole scene about uh, interreligious atonement mm the uh, shark comes to the church and asks for forgiveness yeah. and he's kind of i mean he's shark's not christian but nasir is kind of his priest like he yeah. he's his like a mentor kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. whatever word you yeah. want to put basically nasir guides him like yeah. what to do when he's in a pickle when he cheats when he lies <laughs> when he does anything stupid He doesn't go to his parents. He doesn't yeah. go to his friends. He goes yeah. to Nasir. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, again, going back mm. to our broken record of <laughs> India, back. And that's how it used to be. Like yeah. I, I remember going to church and asking yeah. for forgiveness. Like you know, I, I'm like, I don't know who I'm asking, yeah. but please forgive me. Yeah. So yeah, I, like I miss, I miss all of that, and the movie so kind much. of just. I know. Put it into yeah. perspective. Yeah, how far we've come. I know. In a bad way. It's so sad, right? We've gone back. Yeah. 
Uh, we've gone. I, I can't even say we've gone back because I think back was really good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean? Good. I don't think we were so tolerant as a country. <laughs> like since ages, I think you know, since the beginning of time, our country has existed. But yeah, but this is what yeah. Britishers did, right? Like they came in and they kind of divided us in classes, yeah. and then they made divide and rule really, yeah. really. Yeah. They literally have injected it in our yeah. bloodstreams that now look at what is happening yeah. and yeah. it's not the product of today actually it mm. is the product of then even though we were tolerant and we were basically just living to exist mm. although having said that this was also true only for privileged people there were other people yeah, like who true. were getting slaughtered mm. and being discriminated and you know there were huge yeah. classes of people who didn't have the same mm. opportunities but having recognized that we were headed to a path where there was going to mm. be tolerance yeah and the movies yeah. and the TV shows and there was tolerance at least in the media and you know arts. Yeah. So even though we were not like how we, you yeah. and I, try to nostalgically erase, <laughs> romanticize India. <laughs> yeah, fantasize India. You know the. Yeah. But we were headed there. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. I think yeah. I I mourn for the future we could have had. So, you know, acknowledging that everyone didn't have a same yeah. playing field and there were... Because we were building slowly towards that and it's so easy to break it, right? And it is broken now, you know. So it'll take another like 60, 70 years for us to get to that space, I think. Hopefully it won't take that long. The income parity was always there. Yeah. But we were trying to find a way where yeah. we were leaving the cast behind. At least yeah. how you said, the bigger cities were leaving it yeah. behind. Even if the smaller towns were struggling, but I think even like having, you know, family living in all different parts of the country, yeah. even in the villages or small villas or districts, yeah. there was discrimination and there was this, you know, yeah. different areas Division. where people lived, yeah. but it wasn't like they were not killing each other. It yeah. wasn't like, do not come here. This is yeah. the boundary you cannot cross. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. that crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Back to the movie, which is not that serious. Yes. Oh, do you want to talk about fashion? Yes. 1994 fashion. <laughs> so fashion, it was perfection because it was so 1994 in the sense like it was all baggy, 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 right? So I, we, uh, when we were watching the movie, we were just texting each other. We were like, these were like the bhaiyas for us growing up, right? Like we would always see them in these baggy t-shirts and baggy pants and we would sometimes have crush on them as well. <laughs> You know, so they, yeah, and yeah, so it was just very, uh, it was very nostalgic to see that, you know, like, uh, and the t-shirts were not like no prints, right? It was just, I think, plain color. Were the prints? It was just plain. Maximum, they had like Benetton written on it. Yeah, yeah. Like a small. Yeah. So, you know, like these, all the, all the boys were, it was just very youthful, the movie. Without being wannabe, it was just very true to its Indian youthfulness, like urbanish, you know, youthfulness. So they were dressed exactly like that and they were talking exactly like that, you know, yeah, mixing English and Hindi and everything. Yeah, so it was perfect. I loved it. Do you remember this song, Purani Jeans? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I think the song is also somewhere around the same time, like 1993, yeah. 94. And that is the image I get from like when we talk about 90s fashion yeah. and Indian fashion, because I think 90s yeah. fashion in other parts of the world was very different from the 90s fashion in India. Yeah. Um, of course, there was big hair and all of that, but yeah. it wasn't that big hair. It wasn't yeah. that crazy. Like, 
Yeah. We weren't wearing neon colors and all of that. Mm. Not until yeah. the late 90s, until yeah. the rest of the world had moved yeah. on. <laughs> we started, yeah. We caught up. <laughs> but the 90s we are talking about is this. When you're wearing like these big A-line skirts, yeah. uh, floral prints. And the floral prints, especially in India, we don't go by seasons, guys. We don't have like flowers for spring. Yeah. No, we have flowers all year round. And especially for men, it's like these... And we didn't have these different shades of jeans, right? We mm. just had this one faded jeans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was just jeans. It was that basic color, the the you know, the basic jeans color. Denim. Denim, denim yeah. Yeah, yeah normal <laughs> denim. Yeah. So yeah, I think the fashion like men and even then this uh, movie, all the men they're like in the band, there are four of them. And all five have a different style. Like how yeah. Imran dresses and how Deepak Tijori doesn't wear jeans. Does he? He's wearing his suit all the time. This he always wears his yeah, blazer sort of thing, right? Yeah. That's how you can tell he's rich. Because yeah. he's not <laughs> in poor people clothes. Yeah. And they all dress a little differently. Like yeah. uh, Imran's in dungarees or something, right? But, you know, there's a scene in the end, like Nachi, uh, Shahrukh's wearing a tux for the wedding again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that made me realize that literally he has worn tux like in all his 90s movies. Yeah. But but this one, he's actually wearing like a... For the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> for the right reason. <laughs> he's wearing it in uh, Raju Bandia Gentleman. He's also wearing it in DDLJ in a song. Yeah. And then he was wearing it in this movie. And what other? There was he was wearing it in Dar also. Wait, when? For the dance, you know that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Switzerland, all the Indians they found to put in the one yeah. song <laughs> scene. Sorry. Yeah, so I think like they all put Shahrukh in the tux a lot. I liked his bike. You know, yeah. heroes like again, bike is one thing. Another thing that he has in all the movies, like he has it in his first movie, Divana. That's his entrance. Yeah. yeah. Then he has it in this. Then he has it in DDLJ. He picks up that whole scene where he's like yeah, there. Yeah. Yes. Shahrukh on bike is so hot. Man, where's that Shahrukh? And then, and then after 2000, there was nothing. After 2000, I don't know. I haven't paid much attention to. You know, after 2000, it was all like very gimmicky. I think it, like that's when the dharma ruined it, you know. It's all very like... It's very... You, you can't relate to what they're wearing. I'm saying like even in 2000, like this is us 20 years later, we are cribbing about it. But back then we were very thoroughly enjoying all of that. Yeah. Any other, anything else you want to add for fashion? No, I think, I think that's it. I think, uh, and Kundan Shah, do you want to talk about him? I just found out that he also directed Vagli. Who is the father in, Shahrukh's father in this? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. When I say slice of life, that is as slice of life as it gets. Right? He does such a good job of portraying real India. I remember we even mentioned it back when we did Janabi Doyara and we were always like, why didn't he make more movies? All good, all great people, I don't know. I think they just leave us wanting for more. I think that's the trick. Right? I mean, I know that this movie actually didn't get released for a long time. It was ready uh, before all the other movies of Shah Rukh came and then eventually Shah Rukh and a couple of other people helped uh, the producers re- release it but I don't know why mm. but just such a good movie imagine if it hadn't released oh no way oh my gosh that would have been a big loss a big big loss yeah we wouldn't have the series first of all yep 
Also, I wanted to mention that Ashutosh Kawarkar, who is a director now, was Imran playing Shah Rukh's friend in this, and a lot of people in the movie who are in smaller roles, like the other two band members and a couple of other people who just make like guest appearances, not guest appearances, yeah. like small roles here yeah. and there. They are all in Lagan. Yeah, classic. Classic. I imagine yeah. Lagan is a classic now. Oh my god. Yes, I know. We're that old. We are classic now. People can listen to our classic. podcast and be like, this is the classic <laughs> podcast <laughs> from the ages. We Do you want to mention, uh, I was going to mention Renu Saluja. She was the editor for this movie and she's been the editor for like all the great movies. We we have spoken about Parinda and yeah. 1942 A Love Story. We spoke about 1942 A Love Story, right? In our love stories. Yes. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. So she was... She was uh, Vidhu Vinod Chopra's oh. first wife okay. and uh, she has uh, edited all these movies so I wanted to just give mm-hmm. a shout out to her because she did also did uh, Albert Pinto Ko Gussa Nayata. Alright. This is it. Please watch it if you haven't watched it already. Yes. And if you have watched it already, watch it again. Watch it again. Watch it anytime you want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is absolutely nothing wrong in this movie. I think mm-hmm. I loved everything. Everyone's acting is on yeah. point. Um, you don't realize how the time goes by. Mm, for sure. I think yeah. we were watching this and we were like, when we were watching Dar, we were counting every minute. It was like, oh my God, Flo, there's still two hours left. Oh my God, yeah. there's still two hours. Yeah. <laughs> in this, we, are, we didn't even talk about time. And no, in this, I just mentioned flow. We are only two hours in. Yeah. And we didn't even realize. Yeah. It's like... Such a breeze to watch this. Oh. So if you are a Shah Rukh fan and if you are a fan of slice of life movies which just seamlessly flow, please watch this. It is definitely worth yeah. every minute. Yes. And... And it'll put you in such a good place after you watch it, right? Yes. This is a perfect pandemic life. Yeah. Watch right yeah. now. And that's it from us. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at MovieWalaPod, on Instagram at MovieWalaPodcast, or you can email us directly at MovieWalaPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.